welcome to the true crime slash stripper show. <laughs> This is How Not to Die, the podcast where we gab about mysterious and terrifying things. So grab your favorite drink and let's jump on in. Okay. Good to go. Okay. So what is your topic for this week? Okay. Well, first, we did hotels this week. Yes, we did haunted hotels. Yes. Was our topic. Yes. And I chose a hotel that I've actually stayed at. Lucky. But I didn't know that it was like a haunted hotel. Uh-huh. So my experience was completely boring. Did not see <laughs> anything. Dude. Um, I like, I've heard people like write into different podcasts and be like, your podcast haunted me. And on one hand, I get freaked out because I'm like, don't know ghosties come in here and haunt me. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> Anyway, so, okay, so I have to preface this by saying, um, well, first off, do I believe that there are real places that are haunted? Um, yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, bitch. Yes, I do. I believe that there are definitely interesting things that happen that Mm -hmm. cannot be explained. Um, I definitely believe that. You know, spirits will linger over certain things and mm. or places or objects. Now, whether or not I believe that those are like spirits of people or, mm. you know, you could go into like the whole uh, thing of like angels and demons and stuff. And then also like just energy. Cause, yeah. Or yeah. just like evil energy or good energy. Yeah. You know, I really have no idea. Like yeah. that part, I just am like, eh. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is that I do believe that there are haunted places. Yeah. Um, But I do think that it depends on the type of person that you are. Mm -hmm. I think that if you go into a place looking for haunted things, then you will probably find them. Yeah. But if you're someone who, like me at the time, was completely oblivious and, like, didn't even know that that place was haunted... Mm you might not experience anything. Yeah. Or if you did experience it, you might not even realize that that's what it was. You might just be like, oh, what a coinkydink, you know, yeah, thing yeah, that yeah. happened, whatever, you know. So anyway, my hotel of choice is the Congress Plaza Hotel in Chicago. Chicago, I love you. Yeah, such a great city. I love Chicago. Can we still move there? I know we talked about it once. I'm down. We should have convinced Jeremy. Yeah. Jeremy's Betsy's husband, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's married to him. Legally, she's married to me. <laughs> Romantically. Oh no, just kidding. <laughs> Romantically, that sounds wrong. She's married to me in her soul. Where Jer- Jeremy and I are tied through earthly bounds. Anna yes. and I are, are soulmates. <laughs> We probably have met each other in a past life if past lives exist. Right. I don't know. Do you believe in past lives? Because I kind of do. I don't know. This is how I look at them. Okay. Because, like, because I like the Christian background to religion stuff. And so I kind of go in the, within the confines of when I'm kind of, like, trying to figure stuff out in my mind. Like, what just sounds good. <laughs> I just, like, pick, like, what sounds good. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably right. You know? But uh, I, um, I'm kind of like, you know, because there's always energy, you know, in people. And energy doesn't, like, die. You know, mm-hmm. and then and like it stays in the physical world. But then I'm like, also, there's heaven and hell, 
And I feel like hell would just be living life on Earth over and over again. <laughs> yeah. You know, let's just uh, come back to the main road here. Um, so the Congress Plaza Hotel is located on South Michigan Avenue across from Grant Park. And it opened for business in 1893. Now, I don't know about you, but every freaking haunted place ever was always built in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Like, I maybe that's not Do true. Do you think Probably not maybe true, just but... people were so... Because, like, during that time, people were just so repressed sexually that they just came back <laughs> oh as sassy-ass ghosts. <laughs> they were like, bitch! Maybe. Who knows? I mean, it was a hotel. I so. mean, yeah, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> so, um... But, yeah, so it opened for business in 1893, and there were dozens of murders, suicides, and paranormal experiences that have happened in that hotel. I mean, it's like, you name it, and it happened in this hotel, which is crazy. I don't know Mm -hmm. why I didn't know before I stayed there. Yeah, I feel Um, like I should have a disclaimer. Like, you could be be possessed. Right, like, you could experience something that is completely unexplainable. Yeah. Um, but people have literally ran out of the hotel screaming from the weird things that they have seen and experienced in the rooms and hallways, like physically ran out of the hotel in their pajamas. Like that's an actual thing. Something really creepy because, okay, staying at a hotel in general for me, is just a treat. Like I could be up at like, you know, mobile eight or whatever it is. Cheap ass hotel. It's like, oh my gosh, $30 a night. Oh, so expensive. And I'd still be like, I'm in heaven. Right. You'd be like, a shower. I don't have to clean. Probably never been cleaned if it's $30 a night. But (laughs) Congress Plaza. Right. Fancy. So that has to be pretty scary. And um, I have to also add, when I went there, Mm -hmm. this hotel is phenomenal on the inside like you walk in and it's got like great gatsby vibes (gasps) all over like it's a perfectly shined marble floor ceilings that are so high with like glossed wooden columns and it like it literally looks like um like the inside of the titanic from the movie titanic yeah yeah, you know and um it just it looks just like that. It's so wow. beautiful. And it has, like, clocks and um, furniture that, like, looks super vintage but also uh-huh. modern at the same time. That's and, like, so cool. super fancy, like, Persian rugs and stuff. Like, it's just... It's so beautiful. And when I walked in there with my mm-hmm. jeans and my handmade cut-up crop top and my Birkenstocks, I have never felt more out of place in my life. And that's coming from a homeschool kid <laughs> who went to cause school, of all places. And I felt more out of place at the Congress Hotel. Um, <laughs> Some ghosts were judging you? Probably. They were like, mm, girl. They're like, not in my hotel. Bitch. That's probably why they wouldn't we mess with me. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, that girl's she, not worth our time. So, yeah. Um, some of the famous guests um, that have been there, one of them was Al Capone. Ooh. The mob gangster. Do you ever, like, secretly want to be a mobster's wife? Like, yes. Just be that pretty, like, little thing that sits, like, right by, like, you know, like, the guy who's, like, playing poker and smoking, and you're, like, the good luck charm that blows on the dice, you know? Yeah, with my little dog. <sighs> yes. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, pussy! <laughs> right. But, uh, dear old Al Capone actually lived in the hotel for a little bit. He had his own suite Ooh. for using on the 8th 
floor of the North Tower. So there's actually like two different towers um, and they're connected by this grand hallway. That's cool. Yeah. And he had his own suite and he would just kind of use it for whatever he needed. Mm -hmm. Um, Another interesting little tidbit is uh, Dr. H.H. Holmes, the famous serial killer. I think, what is it? Um, I think I read somewhere it was like America's most like famous, famous serial (laughs) killer. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Um, But he actually used the hotel to meet ladies and offer them, quote, jobs in his pharmacy. And then he would take them back to his murder torture castle and kill them. I've also heard that um, he would hang out in the hallways. Mm -hmm. And if there was a lady who came to get a room and if the hotel was completely booked, he would swing by and be like, oh, hey, like, I own my own hotel and I can... Um, reserve a room for you. Would you like me to show you where it is? And then sketch as hell. Yeah, but I mean, back in the day, I mean, you know, people were super trusting and like whatever, you know. It was before before, like the TikTok PSAs, right? Well, I feel like it's just before the two thousands in general, where Mm -hmm. people realized, oh, like you can't just let your kids run everywhere. You know, bad things actually happen. Yeah. Um. So anyway, those are two of, like, the famous guests or people that used the uh, hotel. Um, A couple of the murders and suicides and uh, paranormal activities um, include, in 2014, celebrity chef Pete Evans ran out in the middle of the night and demanded a cab driver to take him to a different hotel. Um, yeah, like he saw something and he ran out and was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> fuck and, this shit, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, and that's like very recent. That was in 2014. Oh, wow. Seven, seven years ago. Was Pete Evans, is he hot? Because he, that just sounds like a hot name. And he's a chef? Yeah. Chef Poyardula. I don't know, you could look him up. <laughs> um, <laughs> two Marine guests, which I don't know about you, but Marines are tough as hell. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a cousin oh, yeah. who's, who is a Marine, and I'm like, phew. No, I've dated like that. two people who are Marines, and they were just like so, like, I'm like, I, I was like, well, aren't you cold? It was like winter one time, and he's like, cold is just a feeling. It is not something that affects me. And I'm like, Bless son. Bless you. <laughs> yeah, like Marines are tough as hell because yeah. they have to go through a lot. Through, oh yeah, uh, they're trained Crazy. and everything. But two Marine guests ran out in their underwear in the middle of the night, <laughs> claiming that they saw a tall black figure come out of a closet and charge towards their beds. Uh-uh. Yeah. They had to have been, like, real... Like, that had to be really creepy. I mean, for them to run out in their underwear. Yeah, if they're Marines. That, like, had that has to be, to be terrifying. so scary. Um, guests and staff have experienced shadow people. Hands coming out of walls. Furniture moving. Pictures spinning on the walls. Dead bodies in bathtubs. And full visions, including Al Capone and Teddy Roosevelt. Ooh. So, like... Uh, and it's not just the guests, it's the staff, which to yeah. me blows my mind because I'm well, just like, if I saw something like that, I would be like, get the fuck out of well, here. It, 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 like as a staff member, because like, I worked at uh, the Kellogg Center for a bit and they had like a, a tiny bit of a hotel. 
like it was mainly a conference center, but they had like, I don't know, maybe like a hundred rooms or something. Dang. And I never heard of anything like haunting there or anything like that. Um, but if there was like, I could totally see if someone was like, oh yeah, it's haunted. I could totally see it just because there's so many empty spaces that you don't think about that are just mm. like in the background for storage and for staff that you don't even mm. think about that are just empty. And like, you literally, like if I was working a shift, which I never did, I was so tempted to, but I never did because of, you know, guilt. Um, <laughs> but I was so tempted because you could literally just go in the back and hide out like for your whole shift and no one would find you. Oh my goodness. Because it was just like, or if someone walked by, you'd just be like, oh yeah, I'm doing this. Wow. Or you literally, like, it was huge. It was so, like, massive of a place. Man, I would, I would so be interested in hearing, like, first encounter. That would be cool. Like, testimonies from staff members. So. Yeah. PSA, if you work at the Congress Plaza Hotel and you have a story to tell. Yes. Uh, please contact us. Email us. I think yeah. it's a how not to die podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Email us. We would love to hear from you. I would love, love that with my whole heart. Yes. Um, so yeah. So just crazy things, lots of experiences. Um, there was in 1900, there's a Spanish American war veteran mm -hmm. who committed suicide with a pistol he had purchased. Oh, um, the day before, after having a terrible nightmare, he was one of the earliest deaths in the hotel. Wow. So, yeah. And from what I read, it was like he had a nightmare in the hotel, then he shot himself. That's, that's which is like, yeah, I've had some pretty bad nightmares, but to kill yourself over a nightmare, that had to be... That had to be really bad. Well, and like, what podcast was it? I want to say it was Lizard People. Anyway, <laughs> I listened to a billion podcasts, but they covered um, the Cecil Hotel in um, LA. Oh, yeah, that's another really and good one. one of the things they were talking about was the fact that it, it could be more than just, like, spiritual influencing. Like, there could be something like carbon monoxide poisoning or yeah. something else that makes people have this heightened awareness, like, of, like, these dreadful feelings that make bad things happen. Wow. So it could be, like, something environment. I mean, and I could see that because... Um, I didn't even think about that. Well, like, in a hotel that old, I mean, there's probably lead everywhere and asbestos everywhere. Oof, good point. She's just, like, so sad because... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that's 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 really sad. Um, oh, and I have his name. His name was Captain Lou Osteen. I probably messed up that last name. It's O S T H E I M. Yeah. And um, yeah, so he was one of the earliest known deaths. And I actually um, I found a story on another very popular death that happened. Mm -hmm. It was, um, well, a murder. Um, but during World War One and World War Two, the hotel was used to house, like, immigrants and uh -huh. refugees during the war. Um, oh, nice. Because it was pretty affordable. Yeah, yeah. And that was actually the reason I stayed there. Is it's one of the cheaper hotels. Really? Like, it's very affordable. Yes, it is. And um, huh. so in 1939... A 43-year-old uh, Czech Jewish woman named Adele Langer was staying at the hotel with her two sons, Jan and Carol. Ka Car Carol. Yeah, that's a... I think... Uh, I remember reading The Hiding Place, I think it was. No. It was a different book. 
But yeah, Carol can be a guy's name. Carol. Okay. And if I got those names wrong, somebody correct me. Um, But they were four and six years old. And they were in the country on a six-month visa, which was about to expire. Mm -hmm. Um, Adele's husband was supposed to join them, but was delayed and unreachable. She was so anxious for her husband to arrive and becoming increasingly nervous that they would soon be deported. So she fell into a super bad depression state and eventually suffered a nervous breakdown. Um, On August 4th, 1939, she and the children spent the day at the zoo. Mm -hmm. When they returned to their room on the 12th floor of the hotel, Adele threw her two sons out the window before jumping herself. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So can you imagine having two kids being so worried that your husband wasn't going to get there and not being able to reach him, and then yeah. also being worried that you were going to be deported. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's like, you know that she took them to the, to the zoo to have, like, a good yeah. last day. Yeah. Like, that was definitely planned out. Yeah. And I just can't even, I mean, I can't imagine chucking a child out a window. Like, no. And I, it's such, a, it's such, like, a hard situation like that because, I mean... I mean, it's literally, like, something... I mean, it's definitely the stress stress of the situation, but then there's also probably other mental things going on. Oh, yeah. Like, the... I mean... I she mean, had a nervous breakdown. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that would be it. Yeah, that'd be it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she died completely unaware. This is the saddest part. I'm just going to warn you. She died completely unaware... That on that very day, they had received a letter informing the Langer family they had been offered permanent refuge in Canada. Yeah. And uh, when Mr. Langer received the news that his family was dead, he reportedly threatened to commit suicide himself. Oh my gosh. The body of one of the boys never made it to the city morgue. People who've stayed on the 12th floor have encountered a boy playing tricks on them throughout their stay. Oh, baby. Yeah. So it's... it's, You gave me chills. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that so sad? That is really... That's really... I I think that's just really tragic because it's just... ah, Makes me mad. You know, it makes me want to, like, reverse time, like... I'm sure you've had this experience where you do something and then you have like this wave of dread just flood you and you're like, shoot, I can never redo what I just did or undo what I just did. You mean every night around 2 a.m. when I can't go to sleep because my brain's like, hey, you dumb bitch. Think about everything that you've ever done. Yes, I know that feeling. I know it quite well. Did I tell you that I'm going to go see a therapist? Yes. <laughs> Girl, I'm already there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, so yeah. So, t- uh, little boy who has been seen on the 12th floor. And the 12th floor is known as the spookiest of all the hotel floors. So, if we go there, we're going there. Well, maybe. Because there's the spookiest floor and then there's the most haunted room. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll get to that in just a little bit. Um, Many have reported being chased on that floor by a ghost believed to be Carol Langer, one of the boys thrown to his death by his mother. This floor is also home to one of the sealed off rooms and staff seem unwilling to talk about why, only saying it's too horrible. So there's literally a sealed off room. It's too horrible. Yeah. That has to be some really 
I mean, because I feel like with a hotel, especially a hotel that's like budget friendly, like I feel like that hotel is, it has to be really, 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 really bad. Well, it's got to be worse than hands coming out of walls and pictures spinning in a six-year-old haunted ghost boy chasing you down a hallway. Uh-huh. It's got to be worse than all of those things uh-huh. because the all of those rooms are still open and the whole 12th floor is still open except for that one room. So, okay, if you had to pick one of those things to be haunted by, what would you pick? Definitely not a child. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that enough. it's like that old vine which is like what's worse than a rapist <laughs> a child <laughs> seriously i i fear the day that my daughter is like six years old and comes and stands next to the bed oh my god like asking for water or whatever because i'm just going to throat punch her like it's going to happen and i feel so bad but i do not fuck with child ghosts no i don't well and i i've heard like rumors I don't know if this is all true, but I've heard rumors that demons disguise themselves as children. Yes, child ghosts are, you do not want to fuck with them. You don't want to entertain them. Oh, child, come here. Yeah. Or I think I've heard that it's not that child ghosts, or yeah, what you said. Yeah. That that demons like disguise themselves as that. So yeah, I, (laughs) no. Yeah, no. Um, So I feel like I could deal with. Mm, I could deal with pictures spinning. Okay. Definitely. I'd be okay with that, too. I think I would even be okay with seeing a vision of, like, Teddy Roosevelt or Al Capone. Dude, if Teddy Roosevelt showed up in my room, like, shirtless... <laughs> oh, my God, Anna. Girl, I'm so horny. The pandemic's been too long. I feel like if I see Teddy Roosevelt, it better be like Night at the Museum. Any other version is disappointing. Ghost Teddy. What's the point of having a name Teddy if you can't go... Daddy Teddy. Oh my god, Anna. <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Um yeah, so it's um let me see. Oh, there was I found a rumor and I really looked this up. I tried to mm-hmm. look up several different sources and I could not figure out if this was true or if it was based on the Cecil Hotel because oh, okay. everything that I looked up had a different answer. Okay. But it's rumored that this hotel was an inspiration for Stephen's King, Stephen King's short story and movie called 1408. Oh. Um, basically about a creepy hotel where suicides take place. Oh. Um, so, but I couldn't really find enough evidence. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say it's rumored because... Yeah, well, yeah, no, that's the hard part. But then I also feel like that's the nice part about, like, ghost stories and stuff is that you want to be as factual as possible, but, like, if you're not, it's like a ghost story, so... It's- right. I yeah. shouldn't say that, but... <laughs> I don't know. I don't but, um... Yeah, so for... For decades, the ghost of Al Capone has been reported in the hotel's bar and lobby. Mm-hmm. Um, the hotel was a known hangout for the notorious gangster. And he held, quote, business meetings there. So I don't know if that's just, like, he, he like, hooked up with people there, or if mm-hmm. he, like killed people there or if it yeah. was like exchange of money and drugs it was just or business meetings it was just why are you looking business, into well, it because it, it's in quotations <laughs> business meeting. Um, oh, so no. who knows what who Not knows with my pal al who knows what went down there but several of capone's business associates and friends also known as the most dangerous criminals in the city's history 
lived in the hotel throughout the 1920s and 30s. It's reported that the corridors beneath the hotel were used for smuggling, among other dark deeds. Which I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. Which I didn't even know before looking it up that there were even corridors beneath the hotel. And I That's don't know. so cool. I don't know if they lead anywhere. I didn't really go into depth about that or looked it up anywhere. Well, like, I was you imagine, like, like okay. with Chicago, because they have an underground, like, subway type metro system imagine how many rooms are down there that nobody do they have an underground one Mm -hmm. oh i think so i only know of the l which is oh maybe it's not underground elevated one they have a subway system that's Um, above ground i thought it went underground or overground maybe it's just overground and i just use my imagination (laughs) there might be like parts of it that go underground i'm not sure i've i've been to Chicago a couple times, but I haven't ridden every single line mm-hmm. of the L, so I guess that's yeah. another thing. If you live in Chicago, tell us about Toes. tell us about that. Um, well, and even just like the sewer systems and maintenance thing below the city. I mean, that's yeah. How many rooms are under there? That like how many dead bodies? Right. Yeah. Crazy. I know. Oh my, oh my goodness. I I um. I'm trying to remember. I didn't write it down, but I'm pretty sure that when I was looking up stuff about this hotel, that there was even um, said that during the construction of the mm-hmm. hotel, that people died in the construction and literally got just sealed up in the walls. And I know that's a pretty common thing of uh, buildings from the 1800s is if you got oh, stuck oh, in the concrete oh. or whatever, it's like they can't really fish you out. So Oh my gosh. Um, I can't. That would be like the worst. The worst. Yeah. Um, and then there's one more ghost I have to talk about and his name is Peg Leg Johnny. Ooh. Named after his peg leg. And the ghost's true identity remains a minute um, mystery. That's just kind of what they call him. Okay. But sightings of him have been reported in many rooms throughout the Congress Hotel, including the lobby, dining room, and on many floors. It's believed that Peg Lake Johnny was a homeless man who lived and was murdered in the alley behind the hotel before it was built. His ghost is most reported in the hotel, and he's known for turning on and off lights and appliances. So even though, I mean, it's rumored that it was before the hotel was built and in the alley that mm-hmm. he roams around inside the hotel. He so, was like, he was like, finally, maybe a home. Right. They gave me something worth haunting instead maybe of a was, stupid alley. Maybe he was like a Lake Michigan pirate. He had a peg lake close enough to Lake Michigan. Maybe. I don't know. Peg lake Johnny? There's all kinds of, you know, ifs and stuff. But I, my story of staying at the Congress uh, Mm -hmm. was very boring. I was there in 2019. Mm -hmm. I stayed there for two nights with my three sisters. We were celebrating uh, one of my sister's 30th birthdays. Did you at least get drunk? No. Yeah, pre-pandemic. Plus, I mean, it's sort of hard. We were in Chicago and we had a walk to where we were going and oh. it was like three women and it was just or four four women yeah. and I just it was just sort of one of those trips where it was like okay we're not going to get drunk because we just well for one thing mm-hmm. a few of my sisters don't really get drunk ever oh, okay. um but then the other two of us were kind of like not feeling it because 
you know, I feel like you have to be in the right group of people. Oh, yeah. And then... Yeah. Also, we had to walk, like, forever. Yeah. (laughs) Back. No, and that's... Yeah. No, I I get that. Like, I think, like, sometime I want to buy myself, like, a couple bottles of champagne. (laughs) Bring them up to my hotel room and then lock myself in. Right. But, yeah, no, I don't think walking around and then coming up to the hotel, that'd be... Yeah, because... It's just dangerous in cities. Yeah. And we went to a really fancy bar that was on a rooftop. And then we found out that literally the next day, like, Ariana Grande and <gasps> Justin Bieber went there. And we were like, oh, my gosh. We were at that same place the day before, you know. Um, Ariana Grande. I love you. <laughs> man, you just have a list. Dude. Dude. <laughs> that is an understatement. I have a Bible. You have a Bible. <laughs> I have an encyclopedia. Oh, my God. But yeah, and we we just basically stayed there and slept really good. And um, I gotta say, I feel like ignorance is bliss. Yeah. (laughs) Like, if you don't know that there's shit around you or shit that Mm -hmm. could happen or whatever, and you're just having a good old time, then it's not going to bother you. But of course, that statement is not good for many different reasons. But I feel like in that specific scenario, Mm -hmm. ignorance was bliss for us. Because if I knew that that hotel was super haunted, I would have been so scared. Yeah. And, um, yeah. If we ever go and stay at this hotel, we should, like, request... (laughs) I'm planning my own death here. We should request uh, to stay in the most haunted room. Okay, I feel like this is the thing. This is the thing. With haunted stuff. On one hand, I really want an experience. But on the other hand, my automatic reaction is like, Oh, Jesus, bless me. You want to fight me, bitch? I'm going to sick Jesus on you. Like, <laughs> turn into like a Baptist You're going to try to like strangle a ghost with a crucifix. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to like produce holy water out of like nowhere and start like spraying it around. Holy salt. And oh then uh, somehow I'm going to get a hold of a relic. I don't know how, but I'll oh, do it. Go back to my Catholic I roots. think that's like where you piss off ghosts even oh more. If if my experience watching any Conjuring movie is correct, <laughs> that's when you really piss Dude, them off. I had a dream one time I was being haunted. And my literal, I was very proud of my, my dream self. But my literal response was... I know the Lord Jesus, you get away from here, you evil spirit. <laughs> and I woke up and I was like, hey, I look like a, I know how to, I don't know how to deal with this. <laughs> Just carry him away with Jesus. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I feel like you would, uh, I don't know. I feel like I, I would be, I would be so shocked at first, Uh but then I feel like I would immediately get a pen and paper out and be like asking them questions, like, or trying to communicate in some way. Like, that's how I'm going to die is I'm going to try to communicate with the wrong thing at the wrong time where (laughs) Anna be like, here, come to the 12th floor window. Now look out. Farther, farther. I know. Anna's going to be the one who runs out of the hotel in her underwear. And Dude, I'm going to yes. be the one who gets pushed out a window Straight by a ghost. Into because... Ariana Grande. Right. <laughs> yeah, she'll just happen to be in a cab outside. She'll be like, girl, seven rings. <laughs> I don't know. What's her new song right now? I don't know. I don't she know. came out with a whole new album. I know. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm a bad fan. Hmm. Mm. Too bad. Anyway, well, let's take a quick break and then we will come back and finish this. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> this is all, like so professional. Really. 
This has been part one of two on haunted hotels. Thank you so much for letting us scare your pants off for the last hour. If you think that haunted hotels are creepy as fuck, make sure to text this podcast to a friend. And if you want to support us, consider doing something simple, like subscribing to our podcast, leaving a five-star review, or following us on social media. We're currently on TikTok at How Not to Die Podcast and Instagram at How Not to Die Pod. See you next week. And don't die. <laughs>